G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hello and welcome to today's 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 weekdays from 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. Well, in the lead up to the federal election, understanding the personal profiles of our prospective prime ministers is certainly a priority for informed voters. But what about the faith of our current prime minister, Kevin Rudds, and the prospective alternative prime minister, Tony Abbott? We're taking a look today at what makes these men tick exploring the foundations of their Christian faith and how it might colour their politics. Our guest is award-winning and best-selling author Roy Williams, who has extensively researched the faith of all of Australia's Prime Ministers for his latest book, In God They Trust, The Faith of Australia's 23 Prime Ministers. Details about the Christian faith of Kevin Rudd are in this book, and he has a chapter written about Tony Abbott that would be included in a second edition, if Tony Abbott becomes our next Prime Minister. Roy Williams, welcome to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Great to be here. Roy, last time we were talking, we went through the list, 23 of Australia's Prime Ministers, and found out that almost all of them uh, were, during their term of Prime Ministership, Uh, people of faith, people of Christian faith, uh, who had trust in God. Uh, That is a a general way of reflecting on our past hundred years plus of history, isn't it? Well, indeed, and uh, it's it's sobering and and most interesting, I think, uh, just from the point of view of history, if nothing else, um, uh, Neil. I count 16 out of 23 who, who were actually believers, and at least another five of the seven unbelievers were people who thought very long and hard about about religious issues. So virtually no one of our 23 leaders was apathetic about uh, about religion. Took it very seriously. And when we talk about our current Prime Minister, Kevin Rudd, uh, you categorised him uh, under a title that says the ardent seekers, and you've grouped him with some other Prime Ministers. Who is Kevin Rudd similar to uh, that we might reflect on uh, of Prime Ministers of the past who were men of Christian faith? Well, I've grouped him with two. Uh, one absolute giant, uh, Alfred Deakin, who was probably the founding father of Australia, our second prime minister, and he served three terms before World War I, uh, one of the great non-Labor prime ministers we've ever had. Uh, the other, um, Billy McMahon, uh, not, I don't think by anyone's estimation, one of our great prime ministers, but nevertheless an interesting man in that, like Rudd, he was... Uh, born into the Catholic faith, but uh, by wide reading and thought, uh, essentially converted himself uh, to a Protestant form of faith in later life. You've called Kevin Rudd a very intelligent man, as you yes. have uh, uh, Billy McMahon and uh, Alfred Deacon. Uh, these yes. guys 
Being very intelligent people, uh, you've listed them as as some of the ardent seekers of Christian faith. Uh, That intelligence, has that been the driving force behind their ability to seek out truth? Well, certainly in the case of Deacon and Rudd, I'm not sure Billy McMahon, uh, for all his earnestness, quite belongs in their league, but but Deacon and Rudd, highly intelligent and well-read men, and just put aside politics for the moment, and I know it's difficult sometimes, but um, these were people who could have been professional theologians. In, in, indeed, Deacon twice in his life almost became a minister of religion, and Rudd, Rudd was a lay preacher um, in China during his time there as a diplomat, and he's written, as your listeners will probably know, um, extensively about his faith, written and spoken uh, extensively about his Faith, and it's a. As I explore in my interview with him, um, it's very much based on uh, close study of the of the Gospels, um, including from an historical perspective. He, um, when I when I interviewed him, he was in the process of uh, studying Luke's Gospel in in its original Greek, so that he could really drill into all of the nuances. That, that's the sort of um, that's the sort of man he is. Um, I think there might be a, intellectual seeker. a mm. few surprised that Kevin Rudd actually uh, honed his skills in Chinese speaking by being a lay preacher of the gospel. That's an interesting I'm perspective. Not, I'm not quite sure whether his uh, work as a lay preacher in China was for Chinese-speaking people or whether it was for the expats whom he dealt with uh, you know, in and around the Australian Embassy. I didn't actually ask him that question. I should have. Um, it would be interesting to know. But he certainly told me that he'd, uh, he'd preached uh, in lay capacity when he was in China. Let's move on to Tony Abbott. Uh, Tony Abbott yep. is well known as a Christian man and uh, by, uh, you know, Catholic uh, foundations to his faith. Uh, yes. what, do you, what do you see as as the strengths that Tony Abbott brings that are affected by the faith foundations that he has? Well, there's no doubt that Tony Abbott uh, has been a lifelong Catholic, a a serious lifelong Catholic. For for long periods of his life, he attended Mass, not weekly, but daily. Um, And he is very much uh, the product of his upbringing. He went to exclusive Catholic schools in Sydney, uh, his father was uh, was, a, was a strong Catholic, and he had various mentors uh, within the within the church, including the um, the man at Riverview, the Sydney school he went to, probably the most prestigious Catholic boys' school in Sydney, who was uh, a lifelong mentor of his. So the Jesuit tradition is absolutely crucial to understanding Tony Abbott. Above all, he is. Uh, a social conservative. Um, he's, if he's elected as prime minister, he's going to be a very unusual liberal prime minister. Um, in fact, he'll be unique in one sense because there's never been a Catholic elected as prime minister from the Liberal Party. Um, for decades, of course, the Liberal Party was was a, a really a citadel of Protestantism back in the bad old days of sectarianism. Um, so Tony Abbott will be groundbreaking in that regard. And uh, it's interesting, he, he actually began his career in, on campus at Sydney Uni in the DLP 
another of his idols and mentors was um, B.A. Santa Maria. And of course, if you reflect on that history, uh, back to the 1950s when the DLP was born, uh, there was a sense in which uh, the DLP carried forward uh, that Christian faith aspect into politics, uh, whereas there was a a, a diversion from uh, Christianity in the Labor Party that went more towards socialism. Is my history right? Uh, broadly speaking, yes, Neil. I mean, the DLP was uh, there were, it was a complex uh, time, um, but yes, the DLP certainly presented itself as the more staunchly Catholic, anti-communist side of the Labor Party. It was a, it was a creature of the Labor Party, of course, um, uh, and it, it, it was it gave rise to horrible divisions uh, in, in, in Australian society. Uh, particularly in, in Catholic circles. But, um, yes, I mean, people like Santa Maria saw themselves as representing the true tradition of the Labor Party, the, the, that part of the tradition which was fairly and squarely based on the Catholic Church um, because they saw communism as an existential threat to the Church and they didn't think that the ALP, rightly or wrongly, uh, was sufficiently anti-communist to in particular in expelling communists from the trade unions. I mean, that broadly was the history of it. Um, uh, but the DLP also um, became strong for a number of other reasons. One was its support of um, state aid to religious schools. It, it fought very hard for that cause. Uh, it very strongly supported the Vietnam War, uh, probably misguidedly in retrospect. Um and uh, it also stood up for what you might call the social issues, the, the sanctity of life issues, uh, abortion, euthanasia and so forth. Um, that's the tradition Abbott's coming from. He's not coming from the tradition of the old-fashioned Liberal Party, which was Protestant, which was very much about being the party of big business and free enterprise. Uh, that is not, as I read him, Tony Abbott's uh, game at all. Roy Williams is the author of a book called In God They Trust, and we're talking about the faith of not only our current Prime Minister, Kevin Rudd, but the alternative Prime Minister, Tony Abbott. Roy Williams, stay with us. We'll come back and talk some more shortly about these two men and their faith. You're listening to the 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. We're back with author Roy Williams trying to understand the personal profiles of our prospective Prime Ministers ahead of this year's election. We're looking into the Christian faith foundations of our current Prime Minister Kevin Rudd and the prospective alternative Prime Minister Tony Abbott. Roy Williams has extensively researched the faith of all of Australia's Prime Ministers in his latest book, In God They Trust, The Faith of Australia's 23 Prime Ministers. Roy Williams, in our last segment, you were talking about Tony Abbott's foundations, saying his politics as a liberal leader appear to be reflected in the ethos of the Catholic-based Labour values of the DLP. And then there's Kevin Rudd on the Labour side of politics, who's a convert from Catholicism to Protestantism. Is there some way that these things have become a little topsy-turvy? Well, if you look at it in historical terms... uh... Yes, uh, undoubtedly, uh, it's it's topsy turvy. Um, historically, throughout the 20th century, um, 
Liberal Prime Ministers were Protestants and Labor Prime Ministers were Catholics. Um, and it's now going to be uh, the other way around, uh, one way or the other. I, I should just say that when I interviewed him, Kevin Rudd was reluctant to label himself a Protestant. He, he certainly agreed that he'd moved away from Catholicism as such, but he's, he's a rather ecumenical sort of person. He, he was uh, reluctant to be labelled in any way other than Christian. Um, he, he just thinks that the whole subject is too deep and mysterious for such labels to be of any great, uh, any great use. But um, Abbott, on the other hand, uh, wears his Catholicism extremely proudly. You would suspect, though, that Tony Abbott would like to be uh, accessible uh, from both sides, if you talk about divisions in Christianity, from both the Catholic roots that he comes from. But I'm sure that yeah. he would like to appeal to uh, Protestant voters as well. Well, that's right. I mean, uh, sectarianism isn't such an issue anymore in our society. Uh, uh, Tony Abbott may indeed, uh, for all I know, appeal more to um, uh, evangelical Protestant voters on issues such as gay marriage and uh, uh, and abortion than, than would Rudd. I suspect that may be so. But on the other hand, what's interesting is that Tony Abbott... In terms of the issues that really elect or don't elect prime ministers, the economy, war and peace and so on, it's interesting that Abbott brings to the table, certainly on the economy, very much a DLP cast of thinking if you look at his past career. Uh, he, he, for example, was one of the two within John Howard's cabinet who staunchly opposed work choices behind the scenes from, from the very start. Um, and he's currently got this policy for an extremely generous uh, parental leave scheme. Um, now, these policies are absolute anathema to the Liberal Party's sort of traditional big business base. But, uh, but I explain them on the basis of, of Abbott's uh, Catholicism, his, his social justice view of the world. So as an, an, on economics, he's very much a, in the centre ground. But he is a social conservative, there's no doubt about that. Roy, we're talking about our Prime yeah. Minister, Kevin Rudd, the alternative Prime Minister, uh, Tony Abbott, and their Christian faith. Uh, the risks to their Christianity uh, could arguably be talked about in terms of a rising secularism. Uh, the idea that you might have politicians who wear their faith, their Christian faith, openly uh, may be something that could cause our leaders to become guarded if there is a rising secularism and a demand from the community or from the electorate uh, that mm. they present a secular face. Is that a risk, do you think? Look, it, it is and it isn't. Um, one argument I make in the book is that Part of Kevin Rudd's appeal at the 2007 election across sort of old party lines was that he didn't make a secret of his Christianity and I think I think persisted in bringing across to Labor voters, particularly low-income voters in Queensland, um, according to the election results, who were Christians. I'd have hitherto been very suspicious of virtually any other Labor leader. Um, so in that sense, Rudd's uh, Christianity was a plus. On the other hand, it's certainly true that the secular media loves uh, criticising Christianity and loves uh, 
criticising leading Christians who uh, are all human make mistakes. And I think certainly Tony Abbott has shown signs to me in the last six months or so of really being very careful of downplaying some aspects of his religious persona. Um, and Rudd perhaps is not um, emphasising it as much as he did the first time around either. I mean, they've both got some very, very difficult issues to deal with. Asylum seekers is one that if one took a pure Christian approach, uh, let's put it this way, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing, either of them. Yes, and uh, that uh, compassionate and merciful approach does seem to have gone out the window with some of the issues that the electorate is facing with the uh, elections uh, at hand. Uh, Roy Williams, just a pleasure talking about these types of topics, the faith of our Prime Minister and prospective Prime Minister, and just to point people to a book that you've released called In God They Trust, about the faith of Australia's 23 Prime Ministers. And to mention that while we've been talking about Kevin Rudd and Tony Abbott, you do have a chapter that is written about the faith of Tony Abbott uh, if there should be a second edition of In God They Trust. Uh, Roy, just a pleasure talking. I'll point people to the Bible Society website where they can get a copy of your book. Uh, make an order there at the biblesociety.org.au. Roy Williams, uh, pleasure talking. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Lovely talking to you, Neil. Thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.